Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hey, it's Mark from the Mark Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's Morning News interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks again for listening. We're entertaining meets informative. Let me tell you something. This man is so damn funny, it isn't funny. Mark you're good to go, man. I would marry me some Mark K. Fresh perspective on today's Issues. You are doing a great job today, buddy. Mark K is always good in my book. Just settle down a little bit. You talk too fast. Other than that, I love you. This is the Mark K Show. Oh, sorry. Sorry. We did last minute preparations, but this hurricane has everything crazy. I'll tell you, even though it's gone now, even though it's a tropical storm and it's up in the up in the uh, you know the middle part of the country it's still people we're trying to get john bachman on the phone we don't know where he is uh we're trying to find out what the situation's like in panama city you know mexico beach has just been uh, pretty much destroyed uh if you watch the news and you listen to the news but uh, donald trump is uh talking to everybody fox and friends he had a rally last night and he's and florida is the number one thing on his and everyone else's mind our thoughts and prayers of our entire nation to everyone in the path of Hurricane Michael, especially in the Florida panhandle where it's hitting and hitting hard. Yeah, and Donald Trump said, look, we are not going to let anybody take uh, a backseat. We're going to let everybody go out and we're going to let them work. We're going to make sure that they're ready to go. And that's what he said yesterday. We're all set to go. We're going to follow it right in. We have massive amounts of water and food and we have the electric companies, thousands and thousands of electrical workers. They're going to follow it as it leaves. We're going to follow right behind. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. A lot of JEA workers, a lot of electrical workers from this area are already headed out. They're probably already there, uh, ready, willing, and able to help put the pieces of the panhandle back together again. Donald Trump will be here later or early next week is the plan. Everyone's working in close coordination with local officials, and I'll be traveling to Florida very, very shortly. Yeah, coming up next week, he says, uh, as always, I want to make sure that uh, we go there. I want to make sure that everyone has our support, but I also want to make sure that I don't get in the way. I think we may or may not have John Bachman. Josh, do we have John Bachman? We do. John Bachman, uh, who weathered the storm right there in Panama City. John, are you there? Can you hear me? I can hear you, Mark. I'm D- here. Yeah. Hey, you're. But uh, wh- how are you, man? You were right there in the thick of things. I saw you got like locked in your hotel. You couldn't get out because of the power lines. Yes, it was. Uh, it was crazy. It was intense, and uh, you know, you got hurricane winds of 100 plus miles an hour uh, uh, rattling the hotel, and uh, a lot of damage here. It is uh, extensive. It's uh, you know the severity of the damage is ba- is as bad as I've ever seen, but it's also the, the the widest swath of of damage that I've I've ever been a part of. Yeah, it where is, were you were you guys outside or were you inside for the most part? I mean, there had there had to be so, a point when you were like, we got to go and find shelter. Yeah, that's what happened. We were uh, we were preparing to do a noon live shot. Well, we did try to do a noon live shot uh, that got kind of washed out by by a signal, uh, 
And so at that point, we knew it was starting to really get serious. So we uh, got in the car and hightailed it back to our hotel. And uh, I shot some video before we went in uh, that I that I tweeted out where the car was really kind of rattling around. And yeah. it, was, it was just about there. And then we went inside and stayed there for about an hour, hour and a half until the worst of it passed and that's when we went uh, we got out and saw just how bad it was all right so what are some of the craziest things that you know i've seen pictures of you know mcdonald's signs that have been totally just destroyed and there have been Mm. you know roofs pieces of uh like trees just impaling roofs and things like that is that kind of what it's like it's endless and i've only been about two blocks uh two or three square blocks it's endless i've seen hotel walls peeled off roofs peeled off um uh, rvs flipped on their tops uh, a, a, a construction trailer that was blown across a parking lot into the street. It's Highway 231, a major wow. thoroughfare through here. Um, I mean, everywhere you look, there is something almost more dramatic damage-wise. I've got, I'm sitting at the Panama City Mall right now, and there's part of the Sears roof has collapsed in. I mean, it's just, it's endless. It really is. It's going to be uh, an epic cleanup. Uh, operation here. Are there people that I know, and I was reading some of the reports of people who stayed, and I think the consensus yeah. that I saw was, I should have left because people had trees coming through their windows. And What is it like? I mean, is it like a ghost town still? Are you starting to see people come out of the woodwork? Well, first of all, I just talked to a family that, that rode out the storm in their house uh, probably 20 minutes ago. I'm going to have them on, on Action News Jacks at 5 and 6. Okay. But they, they, you know, they, they made the decision to stay in their house. They have Ten trees on their house. Some of them, pull, you know, punched through the roof. But luckily, the house is still standing. So they uh-huh. feel very fortunate. He said he put his children in the uh, the uh, bathtub with a mattress over their heads uh, because he said he wasn't sure if, if everything was going to hold. Thankfully, it did. But the the reality is, and 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 I didn't ask him why he didn't leave. The reality is, some folks decided they couldn't afford to leave, but. Uh, they they should have this. You know, it was scary. I I've been in a countless storms, um, none of them this strong. And there's a reason people tell you to leave for a storm this strength. It it was scary. Yeah, and it was it was quick moving. I mean, that's the thing Donald Trump said in his rally. He said, "Look, the good thing is this storm isn't going to sit there and just turn up water for a while." But yeah, the story. You know, Florence did so much damage. It was a strong storm, but really that was a rain and water and storm yeah. surge flooding event. This was just, I, I just said earlier, basically this was just a gigantic, powerful tornado that spanned, I don't even know, do, dozens if not hundreds of miles, right? So um, that's what it looks like. There's not, a, I mean, there's some water still standing in places, but most of that's already receding. This is just like a tornado hit the entire town. Wow. You know, a lot of times you'll see a tornado with a path yeah. that's, you know, fairly narrow. This is just, you know... Wherever it wasn't uh, up to code or whatever is, is either gone or heavily damaged. Wow. How long are you going to be there now? Are you going to stay there through, uh, what, the next couple of days, or are you guys heading back? We are going to try to head back. Uh, I think we're sending some more folks uh, reinforcements to come this way. Okay. But we're going to try to head back. Now, I've, I've, I don't know how long or if we will be able to get back. I've uh, read somewhere that I-10 was closed west of Tallahassee at one point today. I don't know if it still is. Um, and roads are blocked every which way you look because of trees and and so uh, we'll see. I, I, that's the goal is to head back today. All right. John Bachman from uh, CBS 47, Fox 30, Action News, Jacks, Anchorman extraordinaire, and really superhero at this point. Uh, <laughs> listen, stay safe. I'm hey, going to play. For the record, Mark, I'm standing here looking at real superheroes. I got Jacksonville Fire Department 
standing in front of me. They sent dozens of folks and, and uh, dozens of pieces of heavy equipment to go search for people, and they're getting ready to go do that right now. Those are the folks that are heroes. Oh, that is fantastic. Tell them, you know, we wish them well, and our thoughts and prayers are with you and them and everybody in Panama City. Uh, John Bachman, we'll check back in with him. And if you don't follow him on Instagram, it's Bachman Jacks, B-A-C-H-M-A-N, Jacks, J-A-X. Just, I mean, ridiculous. I'm going to play some of the video clips here in just a minute, but just some of the wildest video and footage you've seen from a storm. Even yesterday when he was broadcasting live from his hotel, which got blocked in again because the power lines, power lines came crashing down. They could not leave the parking lot of their hotel uh, because, I mean, it was like they were, it was like they were imprisoned by this thing. Um, so go check that out too. This is the Marque Show. Quick break. When we get back, we're going to have some more, uh, we're going to have some more information about what's going on in Panama City, uh, what happened with the storm. We're going to talk a little bit more about Donald Trump, uh, some of the comments he made today on, on Fox and Friends, and of course, we've got to talk about Kanye West because he is making headlines once again. This is the Marque Show on News 104.5 WOKV. We'll be right back. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. Thank you so much for joining me. It's the day after Michael pummeled Panama City. You got pieces from people's houses flying by. You got trees flying by. And like I say, it was crazy. Yeah, totally nuts. John Bachman from Action News Jackson was there. And he, I've been just glued to his Instagram. Uh, he had photos. This was him inside his hotel room uh, yesterday. Hold on, let me. Let me um, that's not. Hang on, let me start that over. There we go. Hurricane Michael is going overhead right now. A lot of debris out there. I don't know if you can see the hotel sign, but the hotel sign has been blown off. We've got damage to cars. We saw a lot of trees down, power lines down. There's a lot of damage out there. As soon as it's safe, we'll go out there and show you what it's like. For now, reporting in Panama City, John Bachman, Action News Jack. Yeah, and then he went outside and he posted more videos, and there was just, I mean, every single tree that he showed in his video was down. Uh, power lines. They, they couldn't even get out of their hotel uh, parking lot because the, the power lines fell down and kind of created this electrical barrier, almost like the, the fence that your dog has that, you know, he can't get out of um, around the whole perimeter. I don't know how they're going to get out now, but there was water everywhere and the wind howling. And even after the worst of the storm, the wind damage was still insane. Listen to this. Yeah, John Bachman, we just spoke to him, said it just is miles and miles. As you drive, it's just a, a ton of devastation and destruction, like a giant tornado just came through and leveled uh, the whole city. Mexico Beach, Florida, you know, is ground zero for it. And they say that that, that place is pretty much um, decimated. So we've got crews out there. JFRD was out there. There's uh, people posting videos of, of the National Guard and all the emergency relief um, efforts that are already starting. Of course, Donald Trump said that we uh, he was going to he was prepared for this. He was prepared for this for two reasons. One is a great reason. One's a horrible reason. The first reason is he was prepared because people need help. There's hurricanes. There's uh, there, there's water damage. There's people still trapped. There's people without electricity, without potable water. There's people that aren't going to be able to cook their food. You know, there's kids and children and, and families. John Bogman said he talked to a family who had to ride it out because they couldn't afford to leave. So they threw the kids in a bathtub, threw a mattress over them, and they waited. And even though their house got hit by 10 trees... 
they still somehow managed to survive. And and, you know, that that that's the that's basically what happens with some people. That's their reality. Uh, so that's why Donald Trump said, look, we're ready to go with this thing. We are ready as soon as it's over. We're all set to go. We're going to follow it right in. We have massive amounts of water and food and we have the electric companies, thousands and thousands of electrical workers. They're going to follow it as it leaves. We're going to follow right behind. And that's exactly what's happening right now. And the, the other reason he needs to do it is political. Because no matter what happens after this hurricane, no matter what happens today and tomorrow with the rescue efforts, whenever there's a fatality, whenever something doesn't get done quickly or as efficiently as possible, whenever uh, there's a report of somebody who's stuck and can't you know, can't get access, whenever something like, like, like that happens, two people are going to get the blame. One is Donald Trump and the other is Rick Scott, because this is an election year and Rick Scott is on the ballot, not for governor, but for Senate. Ron DeSantis is on the ballot as well. And Ron DeSantis being on the ballot basically puts Donald Trump on the ballot. Donald Trump won the state. He campaigns here a lot. He's scheduled. Uh, he was here this week and he's coming back next week to check out the damage and to, and to work with the, uh, the relief efforts. He said he's going to wait till next week to make sure they don't get in the way, but that's the deal. And no matter what, even if, if he comes, he's going to get, get, he's going to get crap from the left. And if he doesn't come, he's going to, but people are already probably going to say he should be there sooner. People, he's going to come here next week. They're going to say he should have waited longer. But one thing that seems to be the consensus right now is that at least on the ground here in Florida, from the people that are out there, there's already a fantastic relief effort underway. And, and Governor Scott getting a lot of props. I've never seen hurricane response like this ever. Rick Scott is a doer. And I'll tell you, maybe it's because we've had so many hurricanes in the last couple of years. Maybe it's because we've had so many close calls. Maybe it's because Governor Scott has been through, I mean, I don't, probably he's been governor for more major hurricanes than any one governor uh, that the state's ever had. But he, he's got it down, man. He knows exactly what's happening. He's got it down to a science. He knows what needs to be prepared. He knows how to get people evacuated. He knows how to get on television and repeat his his uh, his his important messages over and over again. Hey, you got to get out. If you haven't gotten out now, okay, stay where you are. Just know that relief is coming. Relief is on the way. Water, food, uh, electrical workers, you know, FEMA. The Congress is now going to have to go and vote for money. And you can guarantee Donald Trump's on the phone with them, getting them. He will get them to give as much money as they possibly can. Because you got a couple doers who are doing everything they can to make sure that this relief effort uh, goes off without a hitch. And part of it is because, yeah, they want people to be great and they want people to be helped. But the other part is they're going to get attacked over and over again for the next few weeks. And that's another reason why this relief effort is going to be awesome. Speaking of those attacks, uh, I've got some clips from Donald Trump talking about, you know, how people are already attacking him for his hurricane efforts and talking about the midterm elections and how they're attacking him about that. What happens if we lose the House of Representatives? Donald Trump has the answer. He told it to Brian Kilmeade and, uh, and, and the other peeps on Fox and Friends this morning. We'll play it for you next on News 104.5 WOKV. 340-1045 is my number. 340-1045 for the Marque Show. Uh, thanks so much for joining me today, folks. We really appreciate it. Let uh, me make sure they were all Yeah. Uh, all right. So here's what's going on today. This is interesting. This is interesting because we have a Hurricane Michael, which hit the panhandle, devastating several communities. Several communities. Not large communities, but communities nonetheless. A lot of things are going to have to be rebuilt. A lot of tourist destinations are going to have to be rebuilt. Mexico Beach, Panama City Beach, Panama City, Places where we had news reporters on the ground. Um, I was watching Jim Cantore. Jim Cantore actually stopped 
his broadcast yesterday on the Weather Channel to ask for a helmet. That's how bad it was. The, the debris was flying so much. And I think John Bogman said it right. You know, most hurricanes you, you see, usually you just think of the, the rain. When it's a Category 2 or a 3 like we've had here the past couple of years, you just think, all right, yeah, there's wind. Sure, there's going to be damage. But mostly... It's just the rain and the water and the flooding. And we saw it last year uh, in downtown Jacksonville at Med Park. We had all the floodwaters just, just raging over. And you see the people on their rooftops and things like that. Even even in Houston, uh, when you saw like the Cajun Navy come in and, and start evacuating people from their homes uh, after Harvey, all of that was water damage. It was massive flooding. It was, it was uh, you know, rivers and estuaries just rising up and lakes coming out. And, and that was where the damage was. It was all from the massive amounts of water that were dumped however as john bachman pointed out this was a different situation this was like a huge 300 mile tornado that was so fast and so powerful and so strong and so quick moving that it basically just came in devastated areas flipped cars over uprooted trees like uprooted See, I mean, the, all the pictures of the trees, you see the trees laying down and the roots are up in the air and there's a huge ditch in the ground that's a lot of force to push over that many trees, you know, the power lines coming down, the poles coming down, everything coming down, walls ripped off of off of uh, off of off of uh, hotels at Panama City. These are things that are reminiscent of tornadoes, but that's the destructive power of this particular hurricane uh, that plowed through and is now a tropical storm or a tropical tropical depression up into the middle of the United States, uh, up near North Carolina and South Carolina, and that's what made it. So scary and so dangerous. Again, you know, thank God it wasn't as a, a huge urban center like you have with Houston or New Orleans or even Miami or any of these other areas. You know, but this is a place where people are going to have to go and rebuild nonetheless. And that's uh, that's what they're dealing with today as, the, as they start to, you know, get together and, and, and look at it. I think that one of them, I think that it not being an urban center is going to be, I think it's going to do, I think it's going to do more good for i think it's gonna be less of an issue for any of the politicians on the republican ticket running for office i feel like because it's a you know a a beach zone because it's a it's a like a holiday destination and because it's october and because you know the people were evacuated in time and because people saw it coming and because governor scott took so many precautions beforehand i think it's going to be less of an issue you know, you're not going to have you're not going to have a huge central, uh, you know, conglomeration of Democrats who are displaced from their home or who who are there to, to you know, get together and, and complain about, you know, FEMA or any of the emergency services or the, the slow response times or anything like that. I think you've got people there who are already working to get people safe, to get people better, to get their homes back online, to get them back into the area. To start rebuilding. And I think because it's not such a populated area, it's not going to be able. And it's not that they don't want to make it a big deal. You know, that's what we got an open mic from somebody who made a great point. If there's one hiccup with Hurricane Michael relief, the fake news will target Governor Scott just before the midterms. But I feel like they don't even really have a case because everything seems to be going so well this early on. Uh, people were evacuated. Governor Scott was present through the entire thing. And now you've already got emergency services, as John Bachman just told us, already there. Donald Trump had FEMA ready to go. Uh, Congress is going to go in and they're going to vote for extra funding. They're going to make sure that they get all the emergency management you know, uh, money that they need to take care of this situation. So I don't think it's going to be an issue. I don't think it's going to be an issue. Uh, what's going to happen with the midterms? We don't really know. Will we lose the House of Representatives to the Democrats? Potentially. 
And in fact, Donald Trump was on Fox and Friends this morning, and that was one of the questions they asked him. They said, "What what happens if uh, if you lose the House? Does that how does that affect your agenda?" Here's what he had to say. Well, I look. I think that we're going to be successful. I see the spirit that the Republicans have. And I really believe we're going to be successful uh, in Pennsylvania. He's talking about his rallies, of course, the spirit that the Republicans have. The spirit Republicans have are uh, are the people that come to his rallies and they support him and they chant and they say USA and they, you know, they say we're winning. And they're, they say lock her up. All those people. Those people. That's the spirit of the Republican Party that he's talking about. And he, in fact, had a rally last night. And as you could imagine, Donald Trump holding his rally last night caused a lot of stir. A lot of people were were complaining. Uh, you know, Jamie Dupree, even this morning, he wrote to me and said Donald Trump made fun of and 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 basically degraded uh, President Barack Obama for doing the same thing after Sandy, for campaigning so quickly after Sandy. And now here he is right after Michael the same night. Um, out campaigning, and, and they asked him about that again on Fox and Friends this morning. Here's what he said. We had thousands of people lined up by the time I had to make a decision. So my decision was, do I want to tell people that we're waiting 10 and 12 hours already uh, that I'm not coming? And uh, I just thought it would be, and we're talking about thousands of people. Yeah, thousands of people who would have been upset and who may not have gone out and voted. And let's face it, Pennsylvania is still a battleground. And Pennsylvania, Donald Trump won, but nobody thought he was going to. And Donald Trump's a state that, that or uh, Pennsylvania's a state, rather, that Donald Trump needs to make sure he maintains uh, a great relationship with. And when you have 11,000 people, when you have 11,000 people coming out and supporting you and wanting to see you and wanting to hear you speak, well, then you go out and you speak to them. And you make sure that everything else is being taken care of, and that's exactly uh, that's exactly what what Donald Trump was doing. Now they they pressed him on the issue though on Fox and Friends this morning and said, "But look, yes, that's all well and good. There's a spirit of the Republican Party. There's this exciting energy in the Republican Party. But what happens if you still lose?" And here's what he said. If we lose the majority in the House, which is always a possibility, we will probably just have to fight it out. And it's a shame. It would be a shame because we'd be wasting a lot of time. But we'll just have to fight it out because there are a lot of haters and they're just absolute haters. Yeah, absolute haters. And he said, look, this is it's going to he said it'd be a shame because a lot of the agenda item, as he knows, is going to is going to take a lot more work and a lot more effort, a lot more energy and probably won't get done. Because all they want to do is fight. All they want to do is tie everything up as long as possible. And that's why uh, that's why he's trying to urge people to go out and vote. Here's what he said about some of his supporters who were like, oh, man, I wish you were on the ballot. Well, I've got so many people saying, I wish you were running. I'd be out there voting. And, you know, I'm not going to do it now because you're not running. I said, do me a favor. Do it. Just go out and vote. That's what I'm telling my rallies. Go out and vote. Yeah. And uh, Donald Trump 100 percent believes that believes that they're going to do really well with everything we're doing. I don't know. You know, why wouldn't I do well in the election? Yeah. Well, the election is uh, fewer than 30 days from now. And we've got Ron DeSantis. We've got Rick Scott. We've got Andrew Gillum. And in a lot of ways, well, Bill Nelson, I don't like to, I don't really even consider him. He's like a non-issue for me. And then we've got Donald Trump in a lot of ways, who's going to be spending a lot of time here over the next few weeks. Uh, is it going to make a difference? We'll see. Something else that's going to make a big difference, I know here in Florida, and this is something that, that is, that's something that Ron DeSantis and Rick Scott and everyone else has to really, has to really stop and think about is the African American vote. Because you've got an African American on the ballot. And while it seems, 
while it seems like Democrats lean toward or African Americans lean toward the Democratic candidates, that's not always the case. And CNN and Don Lemon and a lot of African American reporters and pundits were on the defensive yesterday because of the one and only Kanye West, who in just minutes is scheduled to sit down and have lunch with Donald Trump and Jared Kushner. Uh, we got to take a quick break, but there's something I will have to play you these clips of of the uh, of the CNN reporters. Many, most of whom, it was a panel of four, three quarters were black, and here's what they had to say about Kanye West. We'll play that here in just a minute. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. We'll be right back. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thank you so much for joining us today. Folks, we appreciate it. Uh, Hurricane Michael, we're going to get you whatever you need to know about Hurricane Michael and the aftermath and uh, what's happening in the uh, panhandle right now. We're going to get that to you, of course, as it comes out. As soon as there's more information, as soon as we learn, you know, about the rescue efforts. I don't know if we're going to have our own rescue effort. Typically, what we do is we get together with uh, one of our great spots like Maggiano's or the town center. You may remember we filled all those trucks with water and we sent them down um, after after what was it, Florence. So uh, now we've We've got another situation on our hands and, and potentially we will be filling more trucks with water. I'm, I'm sure there's already preparations underway that they won't tell me about till the very last minute. Uh, so just, but, you know, just keep listening because that's going to be exciting. Also, uh, we are working on getting uh, Ron DeSantis, Congressman DeSantis on the show here in the upcoming weeks to talk about the election as well as some of the other candidates. We're going to go over some of the uh, the big issues on the ballot. There's a lot of ballot issues, a lot of amendments, like a lot like so many amendments. We'll uh, we'll probably roll through some of those. And I know that Rich Jones is uh, putting together some special programming, too, so that you have all the information you need to go know going into the election, which is probably, knock on wood, the biggest news story of the next couple of weeks that we'll be covering. Unless, of course, you know, another Supreme Court person retires and we need to figure that hopefully that's not going to happen uh but anyway so here's what here's what's going on at the white house today kanye west and donald trump are meeting and kanye west taking a lot of heat from pretty much everybody but donald trump on fox and friends today addressed it when kanye came out very strongly a number of months ago something happened my polls went up like 25 percent nobody's ever seen it like yeah, no one's ever seen it like that. And if you and if you don't know who Kanye West is, if you're unfamiliar with him, he is a rapper. He is outspoken. He is the husband of Kim Kardashian. He, uh, well, you know, he he was known years ago for after Katrina. Speaking of hurricanes, for going going off script during the uh, during the relief ceremony, he was with Mike Myers from Saturday Night Live, and he just he just ignored the teleprompter and said George Bush doesn't care about black people. Well, that's Kanye West, and now Kanye. West has thrown his support, thrown his hat, literally his red Make America Great Again hat into the ring with Donald Trump. And a lot of people, including Don Lemon and CNN and a lot of other uh, black pundits who he got together, were were talking about it and discussing it. And they're not happy with it. And they are going after going after Kanye West, who I believe they once heralded as a true statesman and spokesman of the modern African, Afri- African-American community. You know, somebody who was able to be successful and who wasn't afraid to speak his mind and who wasn't afraid to go on television and say George Bush doesn't care about black people. And now that he's supporting a president that they despise, they are throwing him under the bus. Uh, here's what one of them, I don't know who this is, but this was on the Don Lemon show, I believe, yesterday. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. And that is, of course, a joke from, uh, that's, a, that's, a, he stole that joke. 
that's a joke from Chris Rock, if you don't know. But that's that's what they're saying about Kanye West. They had another woman on there talking about how how uh, how it, it's funny that white people are supporting him. What's funny to me is to watch all of these white people behind Donald Trump clapping away at the name of Kanye West when it wasn't lot that long ago that Kanye West said that George W. Bush doesn't like black people. Doesn't care after Hurricane Katrina. Yeah, yeah. and she said that. Uh, I mean, it really had some had some had some pretty disturbing words for Kanye West. Now all of a sudden, Kanye, because he's put on a MAGA hat and he's an attention whore like the president, he's all of a sudden now the the, the model spokesperson. He's he's the token Negro of the of the Trump administration. This is ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous because Kanye West, when he was, I mean, and he's always been. What does she say? Uh, an attention whore. He's always been that. Since the day he was, since the day he came out as a as a rap star, I mean, he's always tried to seek attention, whether it was wearing a, a a Confederate flag jacket or saying something inflammatory in an interview or doing something ridiculous on stage, like grabbing Taylor Swift's microphone and saying Beyonce had the bet, you know, all this stuff. He it was fine. He was it was fine to be an attention whore when everyone thought you were a Democrat or when you supported a Democratic president or not even supported a Democratic president but had negative things to say about a Republican president. But the attention whore becomes. Bad. It becomes a negative. You know, it becomes a negative when the issue is not one that you support. And speaking of issues, they even attacked Kanye West for being mentally disturbed. Now, all of a sudden, Kanye, because he's put on a MAGA hat and he's an attention whore like the president. He Hold on. It's this one here. Let me play this. And no one should be taking Kanye West seriously. He's clearly has issues. He's already been hospitalized. All right. So now they're saying clearly he has issues. He's been hospitalized. They're calling him out on CNN saying the only reason that he supports Donald Trump, the only reason he's going to the White House to try to talk about these African-American job issues and the crime in Chicago and, uh, you know, the uh, the situation in the prisons, the only reason he's he's getting an audience with Donald Trump, the only reason he's wearing this, this red hat and saying, I support uh, what Donald Trump is saying, the only reason he's doing that is because he is mentally ill. And there's proof. There's proof. We've seen it. He's been an attention whore his whole life, and he even had mental issues. He got hauled away in an ambulance, remember? He had to go to the hospital. It was all over TMZ. So clearly, this dude's nuts. And the only evidence we need is that he's he's meeting at the White House with Donald Trump. 3401045. Listen, I got to go, but you can leave me an open mic message. We'll, ju- we'll jump on this again tomorrow because we'll know more about what they met about, what they talked about. I'm sure there'll be statements and tweets. We'll cover that. And, uh, since tomorrow's Friday, we'll also have a little, we'll also have a little weekend review spelling bee. That's tomorrow on the Mark K Show right here on News 104.5 WOKV. Stay tuned. Rush Limbaugh is next. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.